Hello and welcome to the Hope and Anchor Community Church Podcast. Each week, we'll bring you the latest preaching from our Sunday services. We hope that as you listen, you encounter God and you're encouraged to go deeper in your relationship with Him. Enjoy the message. Well, we have to say Merry Christmas um, from here from Hope and Anchor. I mean, we have enjoyed a buffet, um, a feast for the heart, for the soul, for the mind, what God has already done over our lives, in our lives, and through our lives during this year, it has been amazing. And uh, there's no better way to finish it than just trying to understand what God wanted with days like today. On the day that we celebrate what He is and who He is and what He's done and what He's doing, we have to go straight back into the beginning. And if you join me in Luke 2, we're going to go in chapter 2 to verses 8 to 14 in the NLT version, and it says, That night, some shepherds were in the fields outside the village, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly, verse 9, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terribly frightened, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news of great joy for everyone. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born tonight in Bethlehem, the city of David. And this is how you will recognize him. You will find the baby laying in a manger, wrapped snugly in strips of cloth. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, verse 14, glory to God in the highest heavens and peace on earth to all whom God favors. What a good news. As we celebrate today and in the world, in the context that we're living, this is only a reminder that we can have peace of mind, that we are amongst and we are surrounded. We're surrounded by those that have, have seen him face to face. We're surrounded by the promises. We're surrounded by, by his goodness. We're surrounded by who he is and his glory. And he is among us. He is among us and we will not be able to be defeated. Today we celebrate that God came to bring peace to earth. And we definitely need nowadays peace of mind. Peace of mind, as Luke 2 reminds us in in verses 8 to 14, in the context of today, reminds us do not be afraid. In that moment, it was saying do not be afraid to some shepherds that were outside in the village that they were were at. And and those those type of shepherds actually were the shepherds that would bring up the breed, the, the cattle that was selected for the sacrifices. So, so heaven was announcing to those shepherds that the great lamb, the great I am, had been born. And it, it, was, it was so eloquent, so great, that it was not only amongst them it appeared, but it was surrounding them. It's God, God being 3D, God being in us and through us and for us. God being in every detail of our life. Today, we celebrate that we don't have to be afraid. Second thing, we are celebrating the good news. And the good news is not information, but it's revelation of who he is. 
Today we celebrate, we stand flat-footed on the edge of a new year, on the precipice of new promises, of new grace, new mercies, actually saying, you know what, I'm not only not going to be afraid, I want to know you better so people know you better through me. And third, this is for everyone. We're not going to leave anyone behind. God did not leave anyone behind. He came to die for all. This is for everyone. We have to balance this out. Right, Because that's not everything we see in the context of today. We have to balance that out because today we are taught, we are preached, we are model artificial wholeness, artificial happiness. And sometimes we got to wonder. We got to wonder what is it that God wants. He wants us to know, and I'm going to make this plain. He wants us to know that the good news has come amongst us. And he has surrounded us with his glory. Sometimes glory doesn't feel like the favor of God that we have read in this piece of context in text. It feels sometimes like a struggle. But God wants us not to be afraid. God wants us to have revelation of what real peace is. That it's not that snuggle of the cloth. That it's not that that, that fake thing that we see around that people say, if you have peace, you can do it. No, God wants us to have real peace. And peace that lasts, not manufactured wholeness like we are sold in every corner of our day through everything we see in scrolling in the newspapers and beyond. Today, God wants us to hold the good news very at heart. Today, we celebrate the Savior. They mentioned, the angels mentioned three things about that great gift. Peace to all. Today is born to you. A savior. And that is actually, it has a connotation in a military sense. It has a connotation in the militia. It has a connotation of someone that comes and defeats what has been defeating you or untangles you from the things that have entangled you. But it also actually has a connotation of a change factor. Jesus came and is among us and surrounds us to change. He's the changes, the changing factor. And not only that, He he came to be the great disruptor. He disrupts all things. When you invite Jesus into your life, he will disrupt all areas. It's not the great thing. That's, That's the most beautiful thing that we don't have to stay put on our yesterday. He disrupts the things that were challenging us and defeating us day in and day out. Today we celebrate. Today is cause of celebration, peace. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid because I bring a good news and this is for all and this is for you. Not only that, we are celebrating another version of what we are explained is the Messiah. The Messiah is also a spiritual factor into the culture that we read about. But it's not only that, it's a cultural context for people. People from far and near will come and travel the people that will actually study the Torah, the law of their own country, to see if they were eligible by God. But God interrupted what they were understanding to make them all eligible. This is for all. So this is not being a Messiah didn't not only underline there was a spiritual context, but it was a cultural context. And don't you agree with me that today we need that light, that peace, that understanding spiritually and culturally more than ever. We need Christ to come through. We need that connotation to become flesh, 
bones, muscles, structure. We need that Redeemer. As we go forward, we don't only want to refer him as the Messiah and the Savior. We also refer to him as our Lord. And that has a connotation, that an element of submission, if we can actually put it all the way there. And I know that today, more than ever, we don't want to submit because we have been going through motions that have the, described the people in authority in a very bad light. But he is the light. I love that the Bible teaches us that there was a great light, a, a great glory surrounded them. Today we're amongst, we are situated in the midst of his light. He also are, is referred as the Lord because in the midst of today, institutionally and governmentally, we are in this array. And we need to see, we need to pay attention, we need to focus on him, that peace, that understanding that he brings. In the midst of the disarray, the chaos, the greed, the confusion that we're living, that we're seeing all around us, God wants to reveal his heart to us today as we're about to celebrate, as we finish Advent. Advent means, I was studying with my, my, my youngest, that it actually means the, 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 the coming, the, the arrival of someone of stature, of importance. Today, we celebrate that our king has arrived, that arrived, that, that present, that gift from heaven has been given unto us. Emmanuel, peace with us in the midst of the chaos, peace with us in the midst of what is produced around, peace with us. And it's produced, it has been produced in the midst of all the disease that the people in that moment were living and the people like you and me today are in the midst of. I would love to maybe dissect that word disease as a lack of ease. Today, we're not only sick physically, but we are spiritually experiencing like never before mental health issues around the world. Today, this is a message that comes to convey that he is the peace that brings back the ease. The ease to our hearts, the ease to our minds, the, the ease to in every relationship. He wants to bring that ease. Do you receive it? He is that one that is for you and not against you. He is that ease that we need. We can still have peace of mind because he is among us and he's surrounding us. He is the great I am. That term, the Lord in Hebrew actually is translated to the Yahweh. And that actually means the great I am. And from that point of view, today he is. And not only he is, we celebrate. We, we celebrate and we understand that he is what? He is the great change. First of all, I want to see more change in my life. I don't know you, but I want to see great change in my mind, in my heart, in my emotions. I want to see great change in the people that I love, in the world that surrounds us. I want to see that God uses us, you, me, to create that change. He is what we celebrate. Not only that, he brings a revolution. He brings that from the back burner, what he has thought, what he sees in his heart. He's bringing it at a speed that we have never seen in history before he is that revolution and he is that disruption, that holy disruption, not destruction, but disruption. He is, he is the correction. He is that correction when, when things are going up and down and there's no stability. He is the one that corrects because he wants to encourage us. 
So we celebrate that he is that correction and we celebrate that he is that encouragement. As we start finishing, we celebrate that he's the one that brings that ease, that healing to our hearts, to our minds, to the situations that we're in the midst of. He brings that peace, that hope to our soul. He brings the ease back to our soul in this season. That's the message of the cross. That's the message of the gospel. That's the message of the angels in the fields. This is the message that we live by, that he has called us to live. In these times more than ever, we're living in defining days. And as we observe this text, as we observe the scriptures, as we observe the things that are going around, we have just to ask, Lord, how do we live in these defining times, in these defining days? What do you want from us? What is the point of view that we should be observing? What is the focus? God wants us to know that the gospel might be suffering violence, but he has equipped us with the word with all, with the eagerness in our hearts to go and snatch it back, to snatch back that peace, that, that vocation of being those that are driven by God. He has called us to be those. We might suffer violence, but we are violent in heart and we snatch it back. Paul would have said that this, the, this kingdom, this gospel suffers violence. Paul would have reminded us that Jesus even said it like that. This is a kingdom that is full of people eager, but sometimes we don't understand that he is. So today, this is a reminder, not only a celebration that is great, that is profound, that is epic. We are among those that have gone before us. We are among those promises that God has set for us we are those that being observed like a great cloud of witnesses are looking at us. We are surrounded and he gives us the ability to withstand the opposition. Today, peace be with us. Glory and glory from the highest. Today we celebrate him because he not only reveals his heart to us, he commissions us again and again. He commissions us to rejoice. He commissions us to take action. He commissions us to take pleasure in him. I am reminded that those words in Philippians 4, Paul said, you know, in, in all these things, do not be anxious. Today, we have to be grateful in the mind, in the body, the, the same part that accesses or, or, or feels the, the levels of anxiety is the same part in our brain that we use to express gratitude and gratefulness. Today, we have to take a decision, cross the line like heaven has crossed the line. Like tonight, we're celebrating that heaven crossed the line that brought peace and that brought that ease back to our soul. So as we pray, I wanna pray for all of us today that maybe be near friends and family. We might be being prepared to enjoy a meal with others or maybe we just had it and we're just in the couch having a food coma. I don't know what this finds you and in what state, but I do know there's a promise over your life. There's goodness and mercies that have been ordered for you, that have your name in the heart of God and he's just waiting for you to step into them with boldness, with encouragement, with courageous hearts, knowing that if he called you, he's with you. 
Maybe you have been walking with God and today finds you a little bit weak in your heart. Be strong and be very courageous because the Lord is for you. Maybe you have never taken a decision. Maybe a friend asks you, hey, come and join me. Look at this that my church is putting up. Or, oh, I know this is going on online, so maybe we could watch it. Maybe you are in that position. Maybe I'm talking to you. And maybe you have doubts, you have questions. Maybe this year has left you with little strength or none. Maybe it has left you with a bitter, sour taste about, you know, relationships or financially. Maybe you are feeling in the same way as I described the world in this array, in chaos. Do not be afraid. There is good news for you. Today, if you want to take a decision for Jesus, this is a day. Don't let it go by. Today is the day that that chaos, that disarray, it starts being under your feet. You start taking authority over it and you're able to walk in this new ease that he promises. So in the name of Jesus, I pray that tonight, as we celebrate the birth of our King, as we have gone through the motions and all the packages and the gifts and all the food, as we have gone through the motions and we start closing emotionally this year, I pray that the peace of God will more than abound in your heart, your mind, even in your body, bringing ease and healing. And that peace that actually goes beyond what we can imagine. I bless you. From here in Hope and Anchor, Merry Christmas. And I'll see you just before the end of the year. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or would like to share how God is speaking to you through this message, let us know on any of our social media platforms. Make sure to visit our website, hopeandanchor.org, for more information on who we are as a church and to find out how you can be part of the Hope and Anchor family. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.